Liftoff will start in T minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We have ignition. Ahoy there, mateys. It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. This afternoon, I have got Luis and Bandit joining me and welcoming our welcoming a new family family member to the Unconstitutional Awakening family. This is Luna, and I hope you guys are familiar with her page. That she is uh, the the founder, correct? One of the original founders of yes, Anarchist sir. of Anarchist Beauties. And I'm sure any of you out here listening and watching over there on Rumble and BitChute, Odyssey, and all across the audio platforms wide. Of course, we thank you, but I'm sure many of you are familiar with who Luna is just from the fantastic content they're always putting out on that page over there. And I felt we needed to add a little bit of a female perspective to Unconstitutional Awakening. So I reached out to her and see if she wanted to join this wacky family we got going on over here. And here she is. So, you know, I, I felt that was very exciting. And of course, you know, this is I think this is good because, you know, this is a good, good opportunity to bring in some you know some some more people some more perspective and even some more folks that can check out some of the awesome things like the sponsors we got over here that help us get this thing going because we have got a bunch going on like my buddy kirk elliott over here who sells gold and silver but louise was mentioning earlier and i think i agree you guys should really contact him more about some silver right now because that's where it's going to be at and you know that's kirk elliott.com forward kirk elliott phd.com forward slash jim bob forward slash and you get in there and you get all kinds of neat stuff to just talk to kirk kirk's a real good guy man you can also check out <clears throat> our local energy healer and candle maker and soap maker she's making all kinds of good stuff to help get your body back right instead of all the chemicals that are put into it by regular corporate stuff that's peachy key creations she she's got all kinds of good stuff going on her stuff she's been using the facebook page that's where you guys can find her and place orders and stuff like that lots of good stuff including the new pirate soap which totally smells like you just recently swabbed the deck and the ocean's blowing across your face like it's it's some fantastic stuff that's peachy key creations on facebook and then you can hop over there ooh, to uh the homeschools connected with our buddy Brett Pike, especially if you're one of the two million people that left public schooling this year and are looking for better answers. Homeschools connected has got all kinds of good things going on, from curriculums to videos to books and more. Like that, Brett Pike's really got it going on with all that kind of stuff, and I do recommend you guys hooking up with him. And of course, my good little buddy over here at Ammo Can Survival, making survival cans and. Um, plate carriers and even these brand new ghillie suits and he will be back from vacation this week so i know he's already got plenty of orders waiting on him and you guys just keep sending him some more he's doing a real good job with a young and upcoming business and i think you know i really enjoy it so that's ammo can survival and that's over there at instagram and lastly you guys can hop over there to the unconstitutional awakening website where there's all kinds of fantastic things from links to get to where you can watch us to links to where you can get to listen to us Links to where you can find us on social media, including one that will be put up there to get back to Anarchist Beauties now that we have her as a lovely member of this family. And then you can check right here and get, the, get, to, where our, uh, get to our store 
where there's all our cool merch that we got going on. Luis is showing something off today. And of course, I've got mine on as well. And uh, I'm actually going to be adding a few new designs that I've been working on to there. That So that way we got some more stuff to choose from. So that's you can find that at unconstitutionalawakened.com and just click on the merch link and that'll take you to all the cool stuff. So now that I've got all that good stuff out of the way, how is everyone doing this afternoon? Good, good. Excellent. Doing great. Fantastic. Thanks for having me on. Oh, this is, I think this has been something that's slowly in the making, you know, as a, as a fan of your page for quite some time, just hanging out in the comment section, trying to back you guys you guys fantastic beliefs up, you know, I, I've, I, I just couldn't ask for a greater person to finally get to join me because you guys have a lot of these great and true anarchist qualities, you know, and everybody usually heard that hears that word and they start freaking out. And I'm just like, no, nah, man, over here, we're talking about anarchy, like love, man, and peace and chilling out. And I'm a modern hippie. I'm just a pirate instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I'm flattered that you think so highly of the page. Thank you very much. Um, it's been several years in the making and uh, we're just going to keep growing from here. So, so what pushed you guys to start that page? I honestly, I saw in the liberty movement that there was uh, not very many women involved. Um, and that was my end goal was I wanted to just get a bunch of these liberty minded women together and spread peace, love and memes. <laughs> oh, that, and that, you know, that's fantastic. You know, they're, they're, that I've, I've made the jokes for years that there's been a meme war going on. And like you guys, <laughs> you know, you, you guys for sure. Dish out Not sponsored by Russia, right? But you got you <laughs> guys the Chinese for sure Communist dishing, Party. You guys for sure be dishing out the nukes when it comes to some memes, and that's something I can respect because as a as a memer myself, I mean that's where that's where I think all of this started. Is we were all just dudes sharing memes, and that you know I I was sharing the Liberty style memes before it picked up popularity, and then I, out of nowhere, I just seen so many of you just start to come out of just come out of the woodwork sharing fantastic viewpoints and realizing that we've been duped. And I think that's a lot to do with the internet. You know, we were able to get so much access to information that, you know, we started just figuring things out for ourselves between each other, just, just sharing things. And, you know, that that's beautiful in itself. And so I know you got a bit of a, a bit of a crew going on over there now, don't you? Yeah, we've, we've got about six admins. Um, there's only, relatively about three of us that are pretty active um but there are other women that are involved also and i told them you know use the platform to support your businesses to share your memes <laughs> share your podcast share your blogs do whatever you'd like and anarchist videos is always looking for more women to join us um i mean it's there there's no rules <laughs> it's simply just keep it anarchism and liberty minded and go to town well, we've got. That's got to be just for like. What do you got? About thirty-seven thousand, thirty-eight thousand followers for Anarchist Beauties on Facebook. Uh -huh. For three admins to, <laughs> for three main active admins to maintain that um, and to keep things going. That's that's. She's got thirty-eight thousand that that 38, like the page and so, forty-four thousand that follow. Okay, it. so that's... forty-four thousand. Forty-four thousand. Okay, you know. For three admins, you know, that is a lot to be active and to keep track of that and keep it going is th that's impressive because um, some of the bigger pages I was a part of that were in the, you know, 20 to 30,000, there were anywhere from 12, 
12 I, plus admins. I think at one point in time we had 14 admins on a page. Yeah, and you know to keep it running that that's impressive. I'll agree. So, okay, so who is the who is the main memer on um Anarchist Beauties? Who who takes care of the memes the most? Who does that? Uh that would be me. <laughs> All right. Um All right. there's I'm not even going to lie, there's a ton of memes that I steal. Um, memes are meant to be shared. Yeah, nothing. That's right. <laughs> um, so I've honestly, a lot of my close friends are also memers. So I'll see a great one get posted and I'll just, yoink, <laughs> I'm going to share that one. <laughs> no, no, nothing wrong with that at all. You know, we're, we're guilty of a lot of the same and it's good to actually see a group of just women. Now, you know, like you're saying, there's, there's not many meme women out there. We actually do have a couple meme females on our page that that are out there, kind of laying under the under the radar. I know one of one of the admins over there on Unconstitutional Awakening is actually A One's girlfriend, and one of the other admins over there that goes by the name Persephone, who hangs out on my Captain Conspiracy a lot, is totally my wife. So you know, it's 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 there are a lot more women out there that I've been seeing over the years growing in this thing. And it's amazing to see so many women trying to help change minds because look, at the end of the day, your old lady is going to help you change your mind more than, you know, your, your bros are in, in a lot of senses. And yeah. I, I think it's amazing to see so many women behind these kind of movements so as somebody who's a, you know, bit of a nut job on TikTok, uh, my, my 68% of my following is women. Like that's something that the statistics. You are saying in comparison to some of the trash on TikTok, you are so sane. It's you yeah. are yeah. a yeah. mentally stable <laughs> human. That's uh, really you are because there are yeah. some bum. Oh my god! Some people yeah. really need therapy. Bad stat. Yeah, that, that goes across all social media, though. So. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, have you been on Twitter? <laughs> Twitter, Twitter is a lot of hate bots. I swear yeah. to God, they're they're in and they're probably doing a lot of testing because I remember once I saw a TikTok page that was just uploading constant a constant feed of e-commerce test videos. So what they were doing is I'm guessing taking a product and then creating some variations of AI driven content in order to sell a product. But it was just constant, and and the amount of bots that are just machine, there are just com companies that created oh, a series of bots in order to act like humans to see how much counter reactions they get. I would imagine that you are creating an artificial intelligence in order to create motivations of a different types that you will feed the algorithm with hate or to, like try to see the and then try to create a cohesive back and forth. If the robot is able to do that. That is a successful test. So there is no better place to test your artificial intelligence and machine. Like, yeah, I know. I know. Bandit will back me up, and I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure Luna has seen and dealt with this before. But the repetitive comments and questions and such that are clearly a robot bots. Yeah, yeah like, you have to uh, Instagram. Limit. You see it in big celebrity posts. You see. You have to see limit your time on Twitter to. Yeah such a small amount each day or it will just it it will list it Great will list. sink you it will sink you into a depressive state twitter I'm I'm doing I'm the list feature hmm? the list feature is really good for filtering out the bad stuff if you use list select a group of people and then follow those lists you really get a I filtered a, version a of it small amount of people on twitter and still 
everything that they comment on or like or anything shows up in my feed. So it's just I'm drawn into their view of Twitter. Some of it, it's, I view Twitter as a place to screenshot amazing memes because of the oh, wild yeah. shit people will just say on Twitter. Oh yeah. my god! Well, Sorry. you saw Dog Brandon <laughs> and the and the special symbols. Oh, you know, I could not. I didn't. I didn't even think of posting that anywhere else because I'm like, how is this still online? I think I've got like thirty or forty of those memes saved right now of the Dark Brandon speech. Oh, you couldn't find the original the picture. Right? They're trying to make sure the original picture doesn't get like. Oh, uh, I've got the original licensed. picture. I was I saved it the minute it came up on Twitter after his whole speech. I, I like, wonder what photographer did it and what you mean this right here? Looking. Yeah. Oh wait, that wasn't oh! him. That was that was something else. <laughs> but that's the guy CNN, from 1984. Yeah. As CNN, an adult. CNN Vendetta, man. to uh, lighten the red behind the actual picture when they were airing the speech. They tried to lighten the, the red CNN video that you can see the actual transition. Yeah, that made it more lavender. And people were calling them out on their nonsense. Like, ah, you see, you know, you're censoring the actual pic and people were posting the actual link to the real video underneath CNN's version of the video. It was like, you can't hide, you know. Those employees are, are, are fired next week. No, Whoever tried it, because CNN, the, they're trying to purge CNN of those people. And I'm sure those employees are fired. The thing next that week. gives me hope on when you see that goes for all social media across the board is like you for the the equal amount of negativity you see there are an equal amount if not more that i've noticed of people on the opposite end of the spectrum pushing back with the good stuff it's a push pull on social media right now it's like the battle for good and evil on social media this yeah. mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. exactly it Yep. <laughs> there is there is a thing about it, but uh, CNN accused of editing out. Hey, let me uh, not accused. No, they it's, definitely did. Hey, Jimmy, I'm going to send you something in the group chat on yeah, yeah. Uh, over over the phone because it's not on my. I want to send you the screenshot of that tweet. Well, Postman post Millennial post a lot of good stuff too. So, so this real quick. So, so, Lu quick, so, so Luna, like. you know, while while we're still talking about this, is what do you think of uh, things like? That old speech that Nutjob gave yesterday. Dark Brandon, is that what we're calling him now? Mm -hmm. No, don't do that because that, that would admit <laughs> that there's a, a good Brandon. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's there's not. So I'm totally with you guys. I think that there's a lot of dark stuff that comes out of the internet, including Dark Brandon. Um, but there's also a lot of good, like people being able to take screenshots and record things. And I think it's given people the ability to communicate more than they ever have in the past. And not just in a small group of people, we're talking worldwide. So mm -hmm. social media definitely has its downfalls, but it has its amazing side also. Oh, I'm, I definitely agree on the amazing side because I've met so many amazing people because of it. Yeah, that too. <laughs> like I, I like to equate it to the sharpest double-edged sword out yeah. there right now, social media. Because it can be used against you, but then we can turn it around and use it against them in the same manner. 100%. That's, no. it's, it, and that, that was kind of my, uh, <clears throat> my thoughts way back when, when I started The Naked Truth, was... Using their own propaganda techniques to spread 
truthful information. You know, I used I used to be pasting these conspiracies, as some people would call them then, but you know, they're a lot of them are no longer conspiracies, onto pictures of women laying on the beach or even men like looking all fancy for their Calvin Klein outfits and such, you know, because there's different different groups of people. I, I might have seen your sides. memes years ago. You probably did. Like, somebody's funny with doing this. I remember seeing somebody doing that funny. It's like, oh, that's a hilarious well, way of doing it. I thought it. it would be a I thought it would be a good way to you because you know sex sells. That's a hundred that's number one rule right that, there. Then and put a truth in, inside of it. <laughs> yeah. And if you're look you know you're scrolling through Facebook, especially the early days, people would be like, oh man, here's a here's an attractive female. And then they're like, wait a minute. There there is what TikTokers they, that are what do they mean look that. up Ruby have Ridge? You, have you seen some women they're dancing and if they're dancing they're putting a fucked up thing in the, the screen? <laughs> Or they're saying something really fucked up. And there's a particular woman that she's like constantly dancing all crazy. And she's like explaining very complex topics, but she's, she's I've like dancing it. and like moving. Her, her like interpretive a crazy dance woman. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. amazing. And she just like keeps doing that. And it's really good because she talks about extremely complex subjects, but trying to trick the algorithm. Oh, I'm just dancing. Don't ignore what I'm saying. Ignore my words. I think it also helps that it keeps people's attention, because if we're talking about the general public, they myself included. okay, I'm not beyond this. uh, The attention span of a gnat. (laughs) You keep their attention and you do dancing funny, haha, or you sex sells or something like that. It's going to get people to pay attention. Whereas if you're just talking about regular ideas and philosophies, the the average, average person is not going to pay any attention. I remember, about, they, I, do you remember when they were doing I think it was about Shinjon they were that's doing makeup about. videos they were doing yeah. like makeup tutorials and as they were doing makeup tutorials they were showing like information about Shinjon they were trying to like uh, like try to trick the out it was working that's the so. trick though is trying to figure out how to trick the algorithm like that's that <clears throat> that's where a lot of like my nonsense I guess get, got born from as far as things that are behind me and things on top of my head. And I was, I mean, it's, it's, it's me cause I'm wacky, but it was also what's going to make people come to a dead stop when, when I'm talking about something, because, you know, I'm kind of dry sometimes. I, I'll admit that. Something go ahead, like go ahead Bandit. I know you wanted to talk about this. Something like this on the screen. I'll make you come to a dead stop. Yeah. 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 And the reason I'm not like I, I don't want this censored like normally like when people say stupid shit like we'll blur their names out. But if you say if you advocate for violence like this, you deserve the internet dragging that that's coming your way. Oh, can you? Oh, you should, you're talking about the screenshots. Yeah, yeah. Please show that. Yeah, show that stuff you just mentioned. That's insane. Like this right here, like just insane things people are saying about other people. Like it's yeah. just. And this was this was the whole like when uh, somebody danced, so the algorithm. <laughs> yeah, the cabbage was talking about the his political rivals um, and calling them extremists. Oh my I don't god! Think that, yeah, I don't think he knows what extremists are. You know, <clears throat> I mean, he's almost old enough to probably remember. You know, things going on in Ireland. Um, these people that post this stuff actually fail, yeah. to, fail to, yeah, he actually is old enough. Yeah. Failed, failed to remember. Um, not that I'm not advocating for any side because I hope, but you know, both sides are retarded. 
okay, of the political spectrum. But people fail to realize who bombed the Capitol in the 80s. Who dropped bombs on rednecks that were out there working in Virginia? Yeah, no. Oh, actually, I'll I'll give you an example. Capitol building in the 80s. It was who shot up the Capitol? The left. Uh, Yes. Well, it was. uh, So Puerto Ricans went into the Capitol building and actually shot up the the ceiling. There's still holes there. Um, So there was a separatist group, a collective that wanted to secede from the United States as like actually because it was Puerto Rico was conquered. Uh, post the Spanish-American War, and they were protesting that by going into the Capitol and shooting, and like they shot at people. They 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 actually hurt someone. I think they hurt a congressman. So that type of thing is exponentially more powerful historically than a bunch of people walking into a building and one guy grabbing the podium and then dropping it. By the way, that guy that grabbed the podium, he dropped the podium. He didn't even take the podium with him. That was a part of the Puerto Rican independence movement, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm trying to look for the, the, the images. <clears throat> well, I mean, I do, I do know of that being a thing. And I mean, I, I, you know, I kind of get the, mo- the, day, the, the, the month, the, the year my mom was born was the, March 1st, 1954 is when Puerto Rican nationalists who sought to promote the cause of Puerto Rican independence went and shot, fired 30 rounds of semi-automatic pistols into the legislative floor. Tell me how the hell that is not 10 times worse than what happened over there. I, I'm, I'm trying to to compare. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like they kind of were justified considering how fucked the Puerto Rico has been treated throughout the decades uh, and throughout the century. Puerto Rico has been a test bench for American military and, and like, pharmaceutical experimentation and like horrific things. But so I'm not blaming them. But the point is, like, in terms of scale, when you remember when you saw the news, everybody was like, oh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened there. What? That's I mean, there's Puerto Rico is a great example of places that have that have been used and abused by the United States government. I mean, you when when you really start digging into things, I, I had brought up a point last night in a video I made on TikTok and and I think. I think Bandit was just utterly disgusted at how even America then was trying to convince other countries and such to go with the story they're trying to tell. I had brought up the Caden massacres last night and, you know, just because they didn't want to lose Russia as an ally, Europe and the U.S., forced Poland to blame the Caton massacre on Nazi Germany. And of course that wasn't true. And it's just, it's crazy to me how they will go to any means necessary to make sure that they get to come out on top. I found something fascinating. Here's newsreels of that time. If you want to explore that, that's newsreels from 1954. That actually might be somewhat interesting. I gotcha. Universal International News Report on March 1st, 1954, narrated by Fred Marini Mares Marnese on the shooting of the. So, if you want to play something weird like that, because sometimes we don't even notice like how history shapes 
and how people thought of t- in that time period. Yes. So that, that might be interesting because yep. we don't, we, we, we look at history from our lens, but we never really start to think, wait, how do people pre-internet think? And the more we have people that don't know the world without the internet, just saying, oh, but they could have done this. I'm like, where would they know? How would they know? Yeah. They had no information. They had no basis for that information. That's why we have consistently evolved exponentially after the rise of the internet. And hopefully we'll go in the right direction and not into this bizarro dystopia garbage that we're entering where like there was one guy saying, oh, we should do universal like uh, universal voting and like make it so anybody can like like enter into. There's this problems with everybody voting. Yeah, that might, let's see. Th- this yeah, one right here is only a, only two minutes, three seconds long. So we'll yeah, check this be one out. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you I didn't do the sound thing. I'm sorry. No. Let me start over. <laughs> it happens every time. Ladies and gentlemen watching and listening, you guys know this by now. <clears throat> I am a few screws loose, but it's okay. Washington, D.C., ruthless, fanatic violence erupted in the halls of Congress. Three men and a woman believed to be members of the Puerto Rican nationalist gang that in November 1950 attempted the assassination of President Truman opened fire from the visitor's gallery of the House of Representatives. Five congressmen were hit. Ben F. Jensen of Iowa, Clifford Davis of Tennessee, Kenneth Roberts of Alabama, George H. Fallon of Maryland, and Albert Bentley of Michigan, who was seriously injured. Observers noted the attack came as the Inter-American Conference opened in Venezuela, and it suggested the motive may have been to arouse anti-United States feeling in Latin America through an act of apparently blind violence carefully calculated to inflame America's relations with her neighbors. Estimates of the numbers of shots fired range from 15 to 30, and each bullet hole found is a grim reminder to those who were present of the terrible surprise attack. The gang, seized by shocked bystanders as they emptied their guns, was held at police headquarters as a widespread search was launched for others who shared in the plot. That's one of them. To Irving Forrest, That's the woman Miranda, in the middle. Mrs. Lolita yeah. Lebron, Andre Cordero, the gun wielders and to their accomplices goes the evil distinction of having perpetrated a criminal outrage. Hey, that looks like one of the ones that I have. Notice they're all German guns. Just, just gonna point that out. Wanton Interesting, huh? That shocked and stirred the nation and did only harm to the cause of the Puerto Rican people. I mean, the amount uh, of the amount of German stuff <clears throat> in Latin America is a very interesting oh. object in its own. There were in the time of World War II, my friend was telling me that there was a, <clears throat> a counterband station in the south of Puerto Rico where uh, German U-boats used to like dock and like get supplies from. And the house was covered in swastikas and pink swastikas to make it weirder. So there was like German pink swastikas all over the inside of the, the building. Interesting. Uh, he was like, this was a weird place to enter. I'm, the building's probably been destroyed by now. But maybe. Uh, the fact that they're Lugers is kind of a bizarro thing. I mean, there was in even in that time, there was likely 
the the start of the manipulation of of groups that were disenfranchised by the by the Russians by the Soviet Union because that's what that that's what happened in the recent elections that's what BLM got a lot of funding from is from the Russians because what happened was like that's the joke is like they were talking about manipulation like the Russians were funding BLM like. Like, like, look at where where the Russian money really was going. It was going to all separatist groups. It was going to certain collectives that have been disenfranchised in order for them to look to establish a new order. That's what CRT, the, the Marxist, the neo-Marxist movement, that's all been propping up by the Chinese. Same thing. They're all pushing this little levers here and there. And why it reflects to now is because it's the same fucking recipe. Nothing's changed. It's just a new version of it that is way more like like politically complex. So it could take you 15 to 20 minutes to try to explain to somebody how you don't realize that you're supporting like communist Marxist, very, very racist ideologies in the idea that you're supporting something positive that is for everyone. Like, look at like there was a recent one about autism in the people that are transitioning. It's over 70 percent. So it's eugenics. So if you look at the transition movement, it's probably more associated with eugenics than so, anything else. I mean, when you, all right, here, here's a creepy, creepy thing that I've noticed in years of research about a lot of these interesting figureheads throughout history. I mean, there's, there's weird places that we can tie them back to, like our buddy Michael does about the Frankists and such. But another thing that I have noticed is history, and even today, is littered with eugenists. What is this fixation with trying to alter existing DNAs of anything? Well, it's perfectionism. That comes from the United States, actually, I believe. Uh, the eugenics movement actually started in the United States, and then it, and then it went into to Germany, but we funded the Nazi party to start off with. Yes. We, we greatly funded the Nazi party until pretty much uh, like close to the Pearl Harbor day, we were funding the party. And then we like that officially stopped, but Rockefeller was sending, selling oil to Germany until a few months before the freaking war ended. So they were caught, they were still selling oil and, and they stopped. And the moment they actually stopped, is when most of the German planes and jets couldn't supply themselves with any oils, so they could not fly anymore. Well, so the, they were the ones backing up the Luftwaffe. Like they were the ones that were supporting the system through the and, oil. And then, then on top of that, you had a whole bunch of other wild human experiments going on over in Japan with Unit Seven Thirty One. And then in the end, they all just got shipped over here. Most of them with their businesses and everything. I mean, not, not much has changed. And like uh, Margaret Sanger was the perfect example of a person that what, wanted to stop a certain collective from existing in our country. And they were very successful. If you look at the history of currently with, with abortion, over 30 million uh, people of black, of uh, American black heritage and such don't exist today because of Planned Parenthood. So Luna, so that's, a, that's a bad point. What are you passionate about? <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> that's a very, that's a very difficult question to answer. Um, 
obviously passionate about liberty. Um, I've recently been discovering crypto with the help of my boyfriend, as well as the crypto community. Um, that's been my entire involvement on Twitter is mostly um, Pirate Chain. Um, okay. It's uh, my kids, homeschooling. <laughs> you, um, all right. So you, you're in the homeschooling group too, then? I do that. Yes, do that I am. As well. That's something we're big into around here. Um, yeah, I do. I, I even, I've had a few, I've had a few people on here, including Brett, that guy I mentioned towards the beginning um, that, you know, is one of our sponsors or whatever, but like we, we do like to talk about homeschooling around here. Like we, we believe there's a positive traction in going that way. Oh, absolutely. I think I saw an article not too long ago that there's over 2 million new homeschoolers this year. And that's fantastic. People are starting to wake up and see that the best place for their children is in their homes. You want to stop school shootings? Homeschool your children. <laughs> what brought you to more. that? What brought you to, to gravitate towards that? Uh, to homeschooling? Um, actually, I, we just started about three years ago. And um, my daughter had, was going through kind of a tough time. And we decided that it was just, it was time. It, we had been talking about homeschooling for a long time. And she was very insistent that she wanted to stay in public school. And she wanted to be with her friends. And then COVID happened. And everything locked down. And we just kind of rolled with it. And it's like, well, you're already home anyways. Let's just do this. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, honestly, similar story here. Like we, we were, my kids were kind of in the little, very small town, single pub public school or whatever. Like we got elementary, middle and high, but that's it. There's not multiple ones like in mm -hmm. this county. And that's how small it was. And we didn't really have to worry about too much, but then that whole COVID thing started and they were making them stay home. And I was just like, Nope, done. Fuck it. No. Yes. More. See and for us, it wasn't just the COVID thing. It was also, um, she went, she was staying with her, um, her father at the time. But when she came back to stay with me full time, um, I live in our city. So there are tons of schools all over the place. However, this is one of the poorest cities in the nation. So what comes with poverty besides crime? And I think I'm trying to remember the statistic. I would have to pull it up. But I want to say that it's like one out of three children are involved in violent crimes in this city. So it was it was also an act to protect my child. It's, you know, she still gets to interact with other kids. Um, she does various things like she was doing parkour for a while where she was with a group of other children. Um, libraries where they constantly have events where she gets to meet other kids. And then also there's a huge online community, especially now that's building for homeschool kids. Yes, yes. And while it is important to have that face-to-face -face contact, it is also very important to understand technology because that's just the world that we live in at this point. Absolutely. You know, that the, uh, I, I've always loved the fallacy of, of, you know, Oh, you, you know, you, your kids need to socialize. That's what school's there for. Yep. If you ask a teacher, they're all going to tell you that it's not there to socialize. Yep. And you know, my, my kids do all kinds of the stuff like you just said above, you know, definitely not parkour. I don't think we have that anywhere close to that here. That sounds that'd be so cool. much fun. It does. It is. I think that'd be it cool. She's going to break an ankle, awesome. a shoulder. Sure, She's going to break stuff, sure. but that's part of it. 
Yeah. yeah. She'll learn. You All know, safely. Hopefully. <laughs> My minor my 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 boy and he's the middle child now after having my little my little girl but my boy he's he's big into gaming and I finally let him have on some of his low level games ability to get online and play and stuff I'm usually there too when we're playing but and like he's he's been having so much fun doing that but we do we have daily trip parks we do the library things that you're talking about like there's no there's no neighbors not too far and such but like there's no shortage of interaction with people and other kids and stuff like that like that you can find that without even trying and the kids actually get a chance to do those things because i'm in no rush to get them back to whatever they're doing because hell we can we can go hang out at that park and you can play with your new friend for the next three hours for all i care i'm gonna hang out right there with you it it doesn't bother me you know it's it's I'm I'm trying to give them better than I was given for sure, and it's just about hanging out with them. They've totally become my little broke best friends, and it's all right. Like we can go do whatever we want to do. I just got to pay a little bit extra, and that's fine. That's fun to let them experience things. I'm I'm notorious for being being free though too. Like I won't hesitate to go. Like my oldest will be like, "All right, let's go put the boat in the water, and we'll just go put it in the river and sail off." The boy's just not really into that. And my littlest one, she'll probably be right in the water with us too. So, you know, I, I just, I believe there's other routes to do this stuff. Sure. We get, we go, we have workbooks and stuff like that. We do basic reading, writing, math, but we also have turned everything else into school back, yeah. back when we had like the farm stuff going on all the time, like the, with a little bit more and such and then like all the other things that we've got going on and ventures that we're into with my wife's at home business and shoot nine times out of ten the boy's sitting right here because he wants to learn things too he doesn't have a clue about what's going on but i know he's listening you know how many yeah, millions he, how many millions of kids did they say didn't return to the public school system this two, year and over no, two yeah. million over two, two million, million. It, and just imagine like so if you, i don't know if you saw the drop-off but there was a massive drop-off in test scores because of the degradation of the education and they're like they're they, they're justifying their nonsense but in reality it was just because that you were forcing children to put on a mask while online alone in a room your iq as a representative is very low i get it you don't understand reality and that's the problem is we had a lot of very 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 stupid people supposedly educators and that they were managing the system and that's why the trust has degraded to such an extent i i really would like to learn what happened in europe well, I really don't know anything about what happened in the European in different countries. I never I've never heard anything because, you know, we're here. We hear directly what's happening here, but I've never heard a single thing about what happened over there. But I do wonder what was the process that they had to go through and what was the, the also the consequences and the price that they paid? That's that's showing up right now, though. I mean, childhood suicide is at all time never seen before highs that yeah. were also predicted we have, to happen. Yeah, we have a uh, opiate epidemic worldwide that is skyrocketing. Uh, uh, depression, anxiety is skyrocketing. Suicides are skyrocketing. Test scores are dumping. Um, I mean, what more do you need to see before you realize that? Uh, we did something they, wrong. Where is it? Where yeah, we, which part? Yeah, which part did we go wrong? 
before we re- before people realize uh, that what they preached about for two years was going to be harmful in the long run, we tried to tell them, but they said, if it saves just one life, you know, <laughs> how many times did you hear that and go, man, you're doomed. You are mm-hmm. doomed. You know, what's you know? interesting is that my, uh, my toddler, she was a little bit of a late bloomer when it came to talking. Um, however, I mean, her speech bubble popped and now she's just, but anyway, um, they, we called in, um, a speech therapist just to kind of evaluate her at first, just cause I was a little bit concerned. And they said that they were actually six months behind six months in toddlers who couldn't speak yet. And this to me, it's like how, like you were saying, if it could save one life and now you've ruined millions of others. Oh Yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I mean, the, the future, the, that's the thing. It's the, they're also trying to that I was that's what I mentioned before. They're trying to confuse children and they're trying to change children's perspective, especially some uh, crazy person said that a child can determine their gender by the age of eight. Oh, yeah. um, look, the, the, people can do whatever they want where they're grown adults. I am yeah. not against any of that. I am all for it. Do what you need to do. I have friends that like are wanting to do them. Like, Hey, it's you. You're an adult, but you're sterilizing humans. You're giving them lifelong degenerative disorders. And the main reason a lot of people are thinking that this is happening is because the pharmaceutical industries are creating lifelong clients. Because if you sterilize them, you take away their organs, you just make them permanent patients. Yes. It's yes. millions of dollars that they'll make per person in the lifetime of that individual. So they don't care that they're destroying their lives. They don't care that potentially, statistically, they're doing the wrong thing for themselves. And I think it was 80% of people that thought about that didn't do it. Like they didn't want to do it in the first place. So 80% would have highly regretted it. So it's, it's bad. Statistics are really, really, really well, bad. I think you've spoken on this a little bit before, Luis, that isn't it something like eight, it's supposed to be like eight years of therapy alone, just to- years of therapy. Yeah. And I know, look, I know actually a person that transitioned very fast. She did it in less than a year. She started the process. And I was like, how, how the hell did you skip all the therapy? They started giving her hormones like almost immediately. And she turned into a bad person. She literally alienated all of us, especially all the men. She alienated all of us. We were like, what the hell's wrong? Like what happened? And I guess it was, they, they started taking hormones and just became horrible. I mean, it's not everybody, but this person particularly became bad when she once she started getting hormones. We know people, um, Mm -hmm. and they have been through years of therapy. They have to go years of therapy um, to uh, to take this route. And I think we've touched on this in a couple of episodes that comes back around. Who do people who do this to their kids? Like, oh my my three-year-old is wearing a dress he wants to be a girl bam start it that is no a dress that's this is the problem they're talking about you can't be that you can't be binary so this is the joke you can't be binary but then you're treating the children in a binary way but but you can't be binary 
But then you're playing the stereotypical binary nonsense and you're you're playing on the patriarchy. If you are deciding that a person wearing a dress, which I work with somebody that sometimes wears dresses, like, I, do you think I give a flying fuck what they wear? No, I don't care what they wear. They can do whatever they do to you. Like, do you. Make those decisions. Now there's a huge movement now where people that are detransitioning back are coming out and making documentaries about this and voicing their opinions strongly that you should seriously consider. And they got drugs in like a week at like 16. You should seriously consider waiting till you're an adult to make these decisions because once you do, you're never going to get back what you lost. You know, (laughs) when I was a preteen and I was going into my teenage years, I had a full cut straight. Straight up, back, shaved up, everything. You know, I wore boys' clothes. I had an older brother. I was out doing boy things. I was going fishing. I was going camping. I was working on cars. I was doing all of that that a boy would do. Thank God. Thank God. My mom did not. Oh, you're a boy. Uh, No, (laughs) because now I'm a girl, and I like pretty things, and I like my long hair. (laughs) You know, I like wearing dresses. Uh, I mean, this isn't to say that it's a phase for everybody, but I really feel like, I mean, at least from my experience, it was a phase that I went through. I still enjoy doing those other things, but thank God I'm not a boy. (laughs) No offense, guys. No offense. No offense. I like being a girl. (laughs) If you guys, there's a thing going around. You could have never had children if they'd done that to you. You would have never had children. I don't know how to search for it. It's one of the greatest things in my entire life. I, I have three biological daughters. And two of them are preteens and one is a toddler. And being a mother has been the greatest and the scariest experience of my entire life. And the thing is, is uh, and this is kind of off in the field, but to me, one of the most important things is if you want to change the future generations, you need to raise them. Right. That's exactly it. And they're not. They're taking your children. Did you hear that that San Francisco song that we're going to groom your children? Oh God! We're okay. taking your children. You've never seen that, vi- that video. <laughs> no, no, I have not. Oh, wait, wait! I gotta look for it. This is oh, insane. No. Oh, to, no. this, to this point, just real quick, I did want to bring up, you know, and I, I appreciate the way you said that for men there and stuff, and about being a mom. Like, I think that's, I think that's beautiful. I love my wife, and I couldn't imagine a world where she wasn't the mom of my children. So, like, but there's this recent story that's been coming out about the woman who tried to be a man or something. And she ended up killing herself because she didn't realize how difficult it was to be a man. That is so sad. And the thing is, is that, like I said, it's no offense to you guys or anything else. But I think I am so thankful that I'm not a man because I do see what men go through as far as you could go from courthouses, family court, what men have to go through. Um, child support and not even just that. I mean, they would have never gone through child support because they can't have kids. Well. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you know, you got higher suicide rates. Um, a lot of the jobs that men work are way more dangerous than what females work. And I'm just very grateful to be <laughs> to be where I am. <laughs> like, oh, I love being a mother. That's not my big pass, thing. <laughs> not to pass judgment, but you sound more of like a traditional. You view yourself at, to be in a traditional relationship, right? Yes, to an extent. Um, I I do also um, like I do a lot of freelance work at home. 
Um, I did have a small business temporarily. That's kind of on the side burner because small business and toddlers don't really go hand in hand very well. Um, but so there are things that I enjoy doing. However, um, my significant other, he's, he's the one who brings home the bread. He is, he is the man of the house. He takes care of the finances. I take care of the house. I take care of the children. I take care of the cooking, the cleaning and all of that. And there's nothing that makes me happier than doing that and having the ability to do it. You've heard of the, the idea that part of the reason that they started doing that movement was in order to degrade the value of salaries yes. and, and yes. have more workers. Have, that is yeah. not far-fetched. No, I absolutely believe you. I'm because totally a, on board with that. While, while one breadwinner uh, being in the home, it, to me, sounds perfectly fine, be it the man or the woman. And sometimes mm -hmm. if it's the woman, we're let it be the yeah. woman. There's what's wrong with that? Whatever. There's literally nothing wrong with that. Whatever works for them. Exactly. I wish I was but a stay at home. Workers dad. out there and more taxpayers, more workers equal more taxpayers. Yeah. Yep. 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 That has been uh, their whole. Let main... the government take care of your children. Yeah, the the main objective is to squash the nuclear family, crush mm -hmm. the masculine man, get everybody out there working and bring in more tax money while mm -hmm. we take your children. Oh, you know, and everybody wants to sit and say, that. everybody wants to sit and say, what's wrong with these kids? What's wrong with this generation? Uh, you're letting the state raise them. Yes. That's what's wrong with them. You're, 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 you're going to hear the song. This, the, like, let's yep. see if you like to play okay. part of it, because you have to transition into it. Like take, the end, I think, where they say the bad and things. Also take into account two thirds of the people in this chorus are uh, sex offenders. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's right. That's yep. right. Um, absolutely. Two thirds of them. Is this the song? Yes. yes. The Twitter song. link is the song. Is obviously it was not on YouTube. It was taken down. For yeah. some reason, thankfully, Twitter, there's a copy. <laughs> oh, God. It's so ridiculous. My, my of course, my computer is being goofy right now. For but the... this is a chorus. This is the San Francisco men's, the San Francisco gay men's chorus released a song outlining they will convert your children. That's mm. kind of ridiculous i'll let me stop the share and get it going yeah but it's i mean like i'm just hiding anymore i had yeah, the article just listen to it so you're I, like what your brain will melt i had i had the article pulled up you know i hadn't actually heard it i've just read about it myself so nope. you think we're sinful you fight against our rights You say we all lead lives you can't respect But you're just frightened You think that we'll corrupt your kids If our agenda goes unchecked Funny, just this once, you're correct We'll convert your children Happens bit by bit Quietly and subtly And you will barely notice it You can keep him from disco Warn about San Francisco Make him wear pleated pants, we don't care We'll convert your children We'll make them tolerant and fair At first I didn't get why you'd be so scared of us turning your children into accepting, caring people, but I see now why you'd have a problem with that. 
just like you worried They'll change their group of friends You won't approve of where they go at night To protest But when you'll be disgusted Luis I mean, it gets worse I understand oh, that, boy. but Jesus Christ <laughs> I am giving you props for finding me The I, biggest dumpster fire that I have seen in a while Like... <laughs> So you, you gotta that's, you gotta keep playing a, it because it gets so exponentially worse. It's been out for a year. Yeah. I want to get to the part where it's like the the Brady Bunch. No, but keep because they keep raising up the problems. Like that's why I'm saying let it play so it outlines like the different parts of the agenda. If you heard oh. the protest part, go a little further up front. Because yeah, here we go. Yeah. I will convert your children. Yes, we will. Reaching one and all, there's really no escaping it. Cause even grandma likes RuPaul. And the world's getting kinder. Gen Z's gayer than grinder. Learn to love, learn to vogue, face your fate. We'll convert your children. Someone's gotta teach them not to hate. We're coming for them. We're coming for your children. We're coming for them. Every last one of them are definitely registered sex offenders. <laughs> You said two thirds are sex offenders. I think That's it's it. two thirds. And imagine anything coming out of San Francisco that didn't involve shitting on the streets. You know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can make a joke on that. One. I'm not going to go that far. Seriously, though, <laughs> one of the most you look at the homeless population, the drug addiction, the poverty. All of those combined make a trifecta called San Francisco, man. And it San Francisco was horrible. amazing. And decades let's ago, let's not forget who was the mayor of San Francisco, Gavin Newsom. Oh, he was the mayor too. Yeah, he was the mayor before he became um, lieutenant governor, and then eventually governor. He was the mayor of San Francisco. Can you imagine that the entire state has basically become a great big San Francisco? I've seen the sh- no. I've, I have personally, with my own eyes, seen the shitstorm that Hillary Clinton put the state of New York through as a senator. I, you, I, were, I, you were here when she was the senator. I, I mean, I grew. I I spent a very good chunk. You told of me you my, lived in Buffalo. I spent a very good chunk of my childhood in Buffalo, and then I lived there as an adult as well. And my childhood being there, when it was actually somewhat of a thriving, still thriving city to coming back all those years later as an adult to take care of my grandmother in a dead city. Don't even get me started on Cuomo and Hochul. I mean, they're just as, oh my God. Humans, well, they're they're evil. (laughs) This state is such a shithole. Y'all are are in the same (laughs) state. Yes, I'm here. I can tell you. It's turning. Oh no, not another New Yorker on the show, man. Come on. (laughs) I don't think city though. I don't think city. I don't think city. I'm in Brooklyn. I'm not in Manhattan, though. But wait, we're, Amanda, you forgot. You're, I lived you're, here? you're in. You're probably in Western New York, where I'm talking about being for so many years. I mean, I'm in. I'm in Georgia now. Like it's. Uh, I am I'm in, the, in woods. the city. I am no. I'm sadly. I'm inside of the city. But uh, like, I'm I don't know. What I'm saying the, like, 
I'm oh, saying there's like, a lot I, of crazy people here. <laughs> I live. I lived My in South Buffalo. Like I lived in like the the Eskert. This ex. I lived at the end of the town in South Buffalo, off Seneca Street, over getting close when you're like heading to either East Aurora or West Seneca, depending on which right direction you wanted to go. And worked at the corner of Tift and Hopkins at a at a stop and gas right there by Highway Five for the years when I came back. And like it was just the people are amazing. The government in the state of New York is outlandishly ridiculous i i was warned by the cops for having a yard sale without a permit i had the fire department called on me because i was grilling steaks on my birthday and nobody could understand why there was smoke coming from the front porch and like then there, then we can get into the halloween decorations and how they thought somebody was actually hanging from the front yard and brought a ladder to come save him Sir, I have to see that though. Can you have a picture? I was, of that? I did, this was, <laughs> that sounds like an this epic. Was, this was epic 2000. Halloween. This was 2000. This was 2007. Was that was an epic Halloween. No, did you see the guy that put a motorized thing on yeah, the, the guy front wiggling of his house? on the gutters out in front of yeah, his house? Yeah, he got into a lot of so fucking trouble they, for that. So, <laughs> well, Jimmy, you have at one point in your life been more of a northerner than I ever was. So let that sink in for a second. Well, I mean, but I've spent, I've spent, I mean, when I was, okay, so my, 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 my biological father is, is from Western New York and that's where my grandmother was. So I spent a lot of time with my grandmother and then like my mom was from Alabama actually. And like, but my grandparents just ended up in, in Georgia and that was kind of, yeah, they, they met, they met out, they met in the Midwest out there at, uh, Whiteman Air Force Base, and then I spent the first ten years of my life moving from state to state to state to state to state wherever he needed to be with the Air Force. So yeah, I've been to a whole hell of a lot of places and lived, and it's it's interesting seeing different people from different okay. places. Oh, oh no, it I got the I had the bug for years after I was able to finally escape. I did it yeah, even more. That, that's okay though, because we have a variety <laughs> uh, of people from different locations I, on the going, show. We I'm working Cali. to escape to Puerto Rico. I'm, I'm hoping to work back, but it takes time and a lot of money to get you the said, hell out. You said we need to take over Puerto Rico. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it liberate Puerto Ricans from their yeah. own government. I would be all for that. And I think every Puerto Rican would be like, wait, you can get, can we get rid of everybody? Just like literally blank slate. Everyone. Those are my oh, kind of everybody. people. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't, Many people hey, in Puerto don't Rico mention want that because countries, said. countries are starting to do that right now. Oh yes. I know. I, and I think oh, yeah. I, I, I'm Indonesia, you, Indonesia, just Puerto Rico might be one of the catalysts for the crazy shit that's happening next in the U S because, because I've consistently seen, Anytime there's turmoil in the United States, it was already happening in Puerto, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is like a weird like beacon of like, what? where's shit going next? Power failures. Next, we're going to get power failures. Don't don't care. I can uh, I, I can figure it out on my own, you know, um, but the many people can't. The thing is, hospitals can't there. There is no infrastructure in the majority of the country for Jackson, power Mississippi failures. is a great is a great point of that. <laughs> They don't have drinking water. They have tons of water, but they don't have Missouri, drinking water. Mississippi or from, I, Jackson, yeah, Mississippi. Jackson. It was Jackson, all of Jackson. Like they has no water. Say. It's Flint, Michigan, 2.0. And they were saying oh, it was because see, the now, population eighty percent is black, but I don't know if that's this is why I said Flint, Michigan, 2.0. They have no drinking Jackson, water. Jackson, it 
Yeah. They don't have because water pressure at all. It's not just Bad water. They don't have water pressure. They don't have water coming out of the faucet. The infrastructure failed. Yeah. It's been failing. Why? For what did they do with the money? See, Why are we failing. not arresting people after, right after we fix this? Why are we are not arresting, half arresting of the politicians? When, when was the last time you saw that happen? Because of mismanagement of funds. A hundred years ago? It's been a hundred years since we have arrested politicians <laughs> for the mismanagement of money. So it takes years for this. It to takes a hundred years. You're like, oh, let's and do it's it again. Been happening in Jackson, Mississippi, because of mismanagement and cost. They haven't been bringing it. They haven't been bringing in enough money for what they need to pay out. So they've just been skipping been on infrastructure. This, but, but the question with that is, okay, so where did the money course, go? Where did the money go? Yeah. And Politicians what's pockets. wrong with the right? with what's wrong with the tax structure of that state? Right? Because Big businesses to move their business. Poverty, their, man. Their You're talking about rides. Mississippi. Yeah. Poverty. But, okay, but yes, I understand. But no there's guys. also we but there's you. also some money that's being generated, just extracted. So there's probably very bad like very open tax laws that are just not favorable to keeping the budgets running. So it's also a bunch of mismanagement and just badly written laws. So it's a bunch of things combined. Likely, It's funny. It's funny how it's always badly written laws. Mississippi is Eastern Kentucky. Like I'm just on the border of what you would think of as Appalachia, Appalachia, Kentucky, you know, and as soon as you travel like a half, about a half an hour East of where I'm at, you'll start to see it, you know? And that's the only place that is worse off than like where they're at in Mississippi right now. Cause we just got flooded out Back. and destroyed. Yeah. Thankfully. You're but uh, it's the politicians, man. You got to look at like, and that's what they're blaming it on right now. But see, the thing is, I love how they'll look at it. Like you'll see them arguing online and the, in the, in the, uh, the idiot two-party people will argue that it's, oh, it's a Republican's fault. Oh, it's a Democrat's fault. It's all of them combined mishandling the money you're giving them. How can you not see that these people are so caught up? They wrap their entire personalities up into a, po a, a political side that they can't see it, that both sides are fucking you man this is Hard. a first this is a first world country huh yeah let's give millions more to ukraine ukraine needs all the money let's, let's, let's just give a billion dollars i, I hate no get this get this it it got even worse we just gave a billion dollar weapon package to taiwan wasn't it two no oh. 1.2 billion dollar weapon package to taiwan I know, but you know, okay, so do you know how this actually yeah. works with the weapons? So, for example, the Ukraine yes. thing, what they do is they don't send them new weapons. They take old weapons that we are about so to they expire, can old munitions, picking up, yes, so they no, can to buy new stuff. Crank, yeah, cranking up the war machine here in the United States. To produce yeah, all they're doing is send, we, we do a, hey, we're going to give you a credit of 60 billion worth of weapons. So they send you old shit, like and they send right you here. munitions about to expire. And John then McCain 30... is smiling in his grave right now. <laughs> John McCain was, a, was one of the worst human beings to fucking walk on this Terrible. Planet. Terrible war hawk, man. And uh, why isn't Henry Kissinger dead yet? God damn it. Yeah. How is a... that man not dead? I'm surprised Gorbachev died before him. 
Right? You know, Gorbachev actually was relatively peaceful in comparison. If you think about it, a couple of days ago too, didn't he? He helped destroy the Soviet Union. He was great, and he did a commercial for Domino's. Do you see the commercial for Domino's, please? If you haven't seen it. Pizza Hut, could you could you play the Pizza Hut oh, commercial with Gorbachev? Yes, commercial. there's a Pizza Hut commercial I, with Gorbachev. I think I've I, seen I posted it in the group chat, the Twitter. Oh God, it's so good. It, it it's is. so ridiculous. It was, and this is the thing: uh, Russia required uh, capitalism because if you ask anyone that lived in this when it was under the Soviet control, they had one or two options for things. And it was ludicrous and insane. So what they're doing now, what Russia's living through now, it's actually relatively okay. So what happens is all of the products Europe was selling to Russia, all of the products everybody was selling to Russia, now India that's selling it to them. So they, India is like, yeah, brother, I'm going to sell you all the, all the shit you need. Yes, yes, I'm going to sell you everything you need. So India is doing great. They're like, we're going to sell to you. They kept uh-huh. everything that was in Russia. Yes. I'll you. Okay, I'll this Play is this. funny. Oh no. Yeah. Это Горбачёв. Горбачёв. Это из-за него у нас в экономике бардак. Да благодаря ему у нас новые возможности. Это из-за него у нас Политическая нестабильность. Да благодаря ему у нас свобода. Полный хаос. Перспективы. Политическая нестабильность. Да благодаря ему у нас есть Писахат. За Горбачева. За Горбачева. За Горбачева. Sometimes nothing brings people together like a nice hot pizza from Pizza Hut. I, that's false advertising because oh I've never seen a Pizza Hut pizza look like that. That was too, yeah. too nice looking. Sun food. That was the Russian version of the Sun first food. year. When all of these companies started pulling out of Russia when they invaded Ukraine and what they did with the McDonald's stuff, they crossed off the M on the McDonald's sauces and just continued to use them in their Do you own see Starbucks? Bootlegged. Yeah. In their own bootleg. They just kept all of the like stuff that was already there. And just crossed off the M on the McDonald's and served the sauces anyway at their own bootlegged McDonald's restaurants, which is, please, we need more of that, you know? Absolutely. It's, you know, it's, it's funny. There's a good comparison. Luis said the other night about how, how meme making like is, is art and such like that. And, you know, yeah, you're taking other things and mashing it together and stuff, but like, honest to god that's the same kind of thinking about it is taking things from something else and mashing it together and selling it as your own why the fuck not fucking screw these corporations like they're they don't give a crap about you i have worked for plenty throughout the years and finally you know i work for a guy that's literally just 12 like 12 people inside of a company and we're not we don't have global aspirations we barely can hang on delivering to the folks in the counties around us you know like we're we're it's definitely stable and people always need a refrigerator so it's really no nothing i see ending anytime soon you know what i mean like there's but there's we still have to upgrade you because eventually the robots will take your job no they're not gonna take my job the no. tesla bot the tesla bot bro the tesla bot i'm not wearing the suit i'm not wearing the mech suit all right i looked it up i'm not doing it 
Have you seen that is not a mech suit. Are? It's a support I, system. Uh, have a you seen suit. what the Tesla support vehicles are? They're the Ford Transit vans. Yes. yes. I mean, that's funny. Powered, oh, it's a gasoline-powered vehicle. To to come service your Teslas if they break so, down on the so side of the road, it's a gasoline vehicle did, that's going to. Did you see that Californians were ba- were were being told from- you cannot charge your cars? Right after. I they mean, the, the wall, level of going to be no combustible engines in cars. I, I am for I am for electric cars. They're cool and everything. But the problem is you cannot say something as stupid as ban the gas cars. If you can show me one that's they not made with child slavery, I'll get behind you. But until a then, further than uh, where they're at right now before I'll trust an electric vehicle. We've had electric vehicles for over 100 years. Yes. But they actually won won in the competitions. It was because of the transportable element of energy. That's and that's remember the one that was doing the the recycling, the the pyrolysis, microwave pyrolysis. Um, You can convert trash into fuel and transportable energy is fundamental for any civilization to survive. Yes. And that's why we need to figure out how how come. We it can do uh, how come things are hidden, like the powers of magnetics and, and even magnetics me. mixing with mercury. There's some interesting stuff out there. I highly implore you looking into because I will repeatedly always be the guy that's going to tell you I don't like either of those energy solutions because I think there's better ones out there. There was there was there was a there's there's a turbine car that ran on anything that GM made at one time. There hey, was a air cars. There were cars that ran on air. The uh, 12 valve mechanical diesels, uh, the Cummins and the old Dodge trucks that will literally run on hydraulic fluid, brake fluid, uh, used the, vegetable oil. Whatever you could pour into the, it. The diesel fuel. engine was designed to work on peanut oil. And then everybody yes. that worked in the industry started raising the price of peanut oil to the point that it was too expensive. So they were forced to start doing things like diesel. But originally, that's why that engine with a, it's a, like $600 to convert your car to run on anything. Yeah, but you can make a diesel car run on almost anything. And if you have an old car, you can actually make them run on synth gas. So you can make them run on wood. And you can convince your commit your gas car to run on propane liquefied. My, natural gas. my yeah. high school teacher, his car ran on French fry grease. Nice. So uh, right <laughs> the, the, the worst thing about that's that is a teacher. That's like a French fucking fries. good teacher. It's like, hey, kids, <laughs> he, was, he was a great you, teacher. <laughs> you you want to learn something really fucking cool? Come to my car. And it was like, what? No, not a creepy van. Don't I worry, it, guys. I bet it's <laughs> like McDonald's kitchen up in there. Dude. Yes. Just fried, great fried grease all day. When Did when you remember the years ago, there was a, a, a group of guys. They were doing that all over the country. They were like trying to they were traveling over the country and they were trying to contact the McDonald's. Say, hey, we'll pick up your oil. Yes. And it's like, how much do you want? No, no, no. We'll pick it up for free. What? For free? Sure. Come on by. Yeah. And now people can do it in their own homes. It's um, you can, if you have a garage, you can convert oil from a business. It just takes a lot of space. But you can do it yourself, and the vehicles give like forty miles to the gallon. The thing is, you have to filter the heck out of it, and you, and know you what? have to have the drones to build, like have you, a slow filtration process. You know what would be you great? You know what would be great for that conversion kind of thing? That stuff that our buddy over there uh, is working on turning garbage, pyrosis, turn, yeah. turning garbage into gas because his gas that you know he can convert making, it into diesel. Period. He can, he can actually he can, convert yeah. it into diesel, kerosene, yeah, like gasoline. This would, this would be something that he. 
and, and it doesn't take up a whole lot of space. Like he's on, he's made another version and so far so good. Nothing's blown up yet. And he's, I've been keeping up with him on YouTube. I would definitely recommend folks go check him out some more. Cause like, yeah, I wish the algorithm would pump his work. He's, it's not, I have to like look not, it up. As, yeah, I just lack the up. hell out of everything. And then maybe the algorithm. Yes. You like him. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll post yeah. about him more. Yeah. But you have I to mean, like everything. If you find a creator that you like, even though you might not like the video, just start liking their stuff because otherwise the algorithm will not know you really like this person's like agenda, their narratives, the, what the way they think. And that's a weird way to force the algorithm and do and not interested. Like in, in TikTok, you have to like select the share button and then you have to like look and hit not interested. So the algorithm knows I really don't give a hell of anything about this yeah. content. And yeah. eventually, if you tell it enough times, because I once was searching and I kept getting music like and I'm like, no, 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 no. And I hit not interested, not interested, not interested, not interested, not interested, not interested, not interested. And eventually stop feeding me like random like country music. I'm like, no, I'm not interested in even seeing this stuff. Oh, come on. I could come on, Luis. You got to get yourself a, a cowboy hat and some boots and let's go. Let's go square dancing. <laughs> like, I can see what, that flying in New York City. It, it'll be great. No, what was you it? You could be out there with a naked cowboy. Was it inept? Oh, my God. That's the guy still around. Uh, wasn't it Neptune that posted something about uh, country singing back in the day? It was about crazy stuff and country singing now is red, white and blue. And if you don't like it. Moonshine, not paying taxes. And I killed a man in Las Vegas while on a road trip to California. And now it's and now you have the Florida Georgia line. <laughs> okay listen wait wait hang on i can't hate on those guys entirely hold on a minute right they own a house. listen i don't like There's their music neighbors. and i have i don't like their music but they own a house on jackson lake and one time when my float flipped out there on jackson lake and i was in 30 plus foot water they are totally the dudes to come get my knocked ass out out of the water so i, I don't hate those guys who, who they are, but their music is still not that really good. Like, but I won't hate neighbors. Were you neighbors? Conscious when they pulled you into the boat? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't regain consciousness till they got me back to their at the, the back of their property because I got hit pretty hard. Wait, really? You got yeah. you? You were unconscious, dude. I I we I was out behind the thing and we were going way faster than we should have been going. And when I came off and I remember seeing the water get closer and didn't think it was that much. Cause it was water and it fucking boom, like out. You got, I still had my vest the on boat and it knocked you out. No, not the boat, the water. I'm 150 pounds soaking wet. When you come down, from, <laughs> when you come down from quite a few feet in the air and you hit the, and you hit the water oh, yeah. moving that fast, it's oh. like, it's like falling on glass. Like you're just like bam, and I mean you're the glass. <laughs> yeah, and when you and then when you come when you come to, you're laying on the shore, and the Florida Georgia guy, Georgia line guys are standing around you, and you're like, "Fuck, I died and went to hell," and everybody <laughs>, laughs for a minute, and you realize you're not dead, and and yeah, so those guys aren't that bad, like as far as people, and they're you know they are neighbors. Not. I'm just talking not about you know the music changed, the genre has changed. It did. No, oh, yeah, that, that's hey, it. That could be said for music straight across the board. Okay, but but there's amazing music also. The problem my is friend, it's not getting is. propagated. My, censored. my friend, an admin from Comp Captain Conspiracy, is up there near you right now, Luis, doing a concert. He's a metal in a metal band called Hoss. Where? I don't Somewhere. know. I'll find out where and I'll send it to you. But he's in New York I'll, City. He's I'll, been I'll go to I'll go to a metal one. 
Metal people are fun. They're He's very the fun. Singer. Metal people are the most fun. The, you know, when music was... They're still like, rebels. <laughs> when music was right out there in the open being good, stopped. And it stopped in the late 90s, early 2000s. Like that's well, across the I mean, board, all look, genres took a dive. Look at look at one of the biggest artists that is constantly censored, like uh, Tom McDonald, that is consistently anti-establishment music. And if you think, as I was looking abroad, there is almost no anti-establishment music in the United States anymore. While yeah, I can show you, there is still Dave Mustaine what? is still anti-establishment. But I'm taking mainstream. Tech Nine is is, anti-establishment. I love him. Who? David that are mainstream. Tech Nine. Oh, Tech Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Tech Nine's pretty. I love that dude. He he he's he's been making music since he since he was making music with uh, Tupac, and before, and you know eventually he just he's he has his own label, and every time he's every time he snags one of these new bloods like just to do a song with him or something like that, the the big labels drop him. Because they don't want to have nothing to do with them anymore because they're it's because they're trying to hang out with Tech Nine and no the big labels don't like Tech Nine. I think no, that the lead, <laughs> I think the lead singer of All That Remains is also very openly libertarian. At least he is on Twitter. Um, I'm not sure if that speaks for his music. I haven't listened to it in a long time. You find a lot of closet liber- like closet anarchists i'm not going to call any of them out here on the show but there has been plenty of guests on here that do call libertarian viewpoints and then uh, at the end of the show me and bandit will be like they're totally anarchists yeah yeah i mean but what what is your luna what's your view on everyone sorry because some of them have um some of them might be like involved politically with the libertarian party um, and we don't want to call them out or anything, but we we know they're closet anarchists for sure. We absolutely know they are. Yeah, he, he probably is watching the show right now. It's like, yeah, I know you guys are talking about, but um, yeah. Go I was ahead, gonna say, what's your view, Luna, on anarchism in general? Um, leave everybody alone and don't touch their stuff. <laughs> I mean. How difficult is that for people to understand now? Isn't that you know? what you I I know. People alone, right? Touch their stuff. If you were and, to define anarchism and, to an individual that thinks that is just disorder and madness, how would you describe it? Um, I would say that there is a difference between the word anarchy and anarchism. Anarchism is the philosophy, and that's the philosophy that we all kind of equally agree upon. With the "don't hurt people, don't touch their stuff." And then you have anarchy, which is usually defined as chaos. Um, so I try to differentiate that. A lot of the times when I'm talking about anarchism, I'll call myself a voluntarist just to kind of take the edge off a little bit because so many people associate it negatively. I use that um, word too. Yeah. <laughs> voluntarist because I, I actually don't know that. But you know what else works good? It, Pirate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a, volun- a voluntarist is somebody who believes in a voluntary society. So essentially, anarchism. It's you believe everything should be voluntary. Every act of anything should be voluntary and through consent. So yeah, it's anarchism. It's just a fluffier way of saying it. <laughs> I think the mainstream media has put an e- a bad stigma on yes the word anarchy. 
because well, when you when you show sorry when you combine it and show it with pictures of say like black block um yeah. who are going out and destroying things and, and those people are just garbage yeah. Exactly. They're not anarchists. They're no. they're exactly. fascist. They're literally exactly. pro-fascist morons that don't even know they're pro-fascist. Yep. They say, We're anti-fascism. I'm like, wait, but you're supporting the fascist. Are you understanding what you're doing? Because exactly. you're not the same collective that, that was fighting Nazis like decades ago. They think they are, though. Yeah. Like, have you heard them? They think they're fighting fascism. They're, they're dumb. They're, they're not Duns and double poor things, poor brain cells that fascist they're gone. Fighting fascists, you know? <laughs> yeah. But my fascism is better than your fascism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go, she said it. Summarized the two party system, you know? You just summarized the, the, the two party system in the US right now. My, my fascism, fascism is better than your fascism. No, you're Fucking all. Van Buren. Old, you're you're this is exactly the Van Buren's plan. He, he keep, he's back in the conversation again. This was you know? his idea to make it just too like the, the, this is why I always bring up hating him. And he's just proving my point again. Who? Martin Van Buren. <laughs> he hates him. Got that dirty son he of a really bitch. has like something for him. He's but, his some of his laws. If you go back and look, he's the reason that the current two party system exists. You always, you are always going back and hating on dead politicians, man. They're just good politicians. You need to be hating on dead politicians because they're good politicians. <laughs> <laughs> they're gone. They can't write new laws. Dude, I am so getting a knock at the door for that one. <laughs> but, well, you still, yeah. Just, I, total, I, I agree. I totally agree. I got gotcha. you. But we're not asking for the death of anyone. We're speaking no, about people that no, died through no. natural causes. No, of course. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Just if you accidentally fall out of your window when you're just going out for a smoke, um, well, that happens. You and, fall and that in Landon's in some car and feathers, oh and you know. Did you see that happen in Russia recently? That the, gas, the guy, that, that the guy that walked executive. out and just died. Yeah, the medically? gas executive in a hospital room. He just stood up out of his bed and walked out of his window oh. and died. That is not totally Russian. I, that is, I, <laughs> I read that article and I was like, God, man, that is like the political party in Russia, you know, right there. Fall out of your window and die, political party, you know. How high was this window? <laughs> Did he fall? Yeah, was, Two floors, three floors, floor 17 window, floors? <laughs> Just ignore the gunshot in the back of the head. Ignore the little hole in the oh, back in the side neck. of his neck that was injection right before. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's no there's no traces of anything. It, it, no, nothing. That sums up Russia though. It really does, man. It totally sums up Russia. Doesn't right it also doesn't it also sum up some other groups though that we discussed like time? You know, like Gary Webb got that high honors too. Yeah. Oh, that was the CIA I mean, honors. When, Gary, when you when you shoot yourself person. in the chest twice with your left hand and you're a right hand person back of the head and twice in the back of the head, like yeah. that's kind of hard. The Gary Webb Award for Journalism for exposing the CIA's Iran-Contra. No, the crack epidemic. Iran-Contra. No, but that was related to Iran. 
I mean, Gary yes, Webb, yes. All yes. it was all intertwined. All, yeah, but Gary Webb exposed the CIA's involvement in bringing crack in Iran Contra. Yeah, yeah. Because Iran Contra was the operation that then created the crap epidemic. That's why I say yeah. Iran Contra. Yeah. Good old Reagan. The, I mean, did did you see the candidate for governor of of Arizona was the journalist that brought fast and furious into into I, the limelight operation yes. fast and furious so she's winning she's hopefully win. she wins and i hope she wins because she mentioned a story about how her husband was getting attacked by the fbi and she got wind of it by her insiders and they prevented the fbi from putting child porn in her, her husband's computer so that's how they were going to destroy oh, her. They were going to put child that? porn into her, her husband's computer. But thankfully, she got wind of it and they protected themselves before the FBI went into their computer. And by the way, in a few years ago, the FBI went into millions of people's web routers and updated their software. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what happened to the brother of the Vegas shooter, wasn't it? It sounds the familiar. The, yes. the Vegas shooter was super sketch story, and it's likely was a weapons was a weapons deal with a cartel gone wrong or something else. No, but it was something. not nothing like yeah. the official story. No, the official story the is brother, made up bupkis. The brother of the Vegas shooter supposedly had a, a few gigabytes or terabytes of child porn on a computer that was running Windows 2000. Uh, a, 20 year old computer running Windows 2000 had like a few terabytes of child porn on it mysteriously show up. I mean, what about Jared from Subway? I... Uh, you, do you know his story? He had a he had a rental store. He had a, a rental store. So not only was he trafficking in, in, in that shit, he was giving it to other people. So Jared from Subway was like level 10 of the story. Like he was actively distributing it. Well, they found they caught that they caught that uh, early 20s woman at the uh, border trafficking, and they think she has tens of thousands of victims still circulating here in the United States. Why did, what, the, the thing is, all, all the government has to do is just start prosecuting these people, and then we're, like, we would actually be able to justify the existence of the FBI for five minutes. Yes, but so if they, they started, pro they, they're not going to prosecute themselves. Their own buddies, yeah. yeah. They're not going to prosecute I'm themselves. Everybody in D.C., are you kidding me, man? <laughs> I would, why do you think the Maxwell list hasn't been exposed yet? Or the... Uh legit one we well, all like, know how, how many people have said until that list is not uncovered you are all pedophiles and i, I think there was a recent fighter that said that after he won yeah because that, that i love that fighters are doing that after they win they state something because they have the time they say something so politically charged and insane mm -hmm. and it, they try to like diminish it it's but always anti-government though I, there was this there was two people there was the white the, the a recent a, a white fighter and a black fighter both did basically the same thing the, yep. the white one was i think european the black and, one was calling jimmy kimmel out i thought that was hilarious oh yeah he was calling out jimmy kimmel I, his speech was great and short and fast like basically you're all pedophiles in my book until you until that list is revealed well that's like what ricky gervais said when he got yeah, that's yeah, why he was blacklisted blacklisted he called everybody in the room a pedophile but he still gets work. You know why? Because he works for himself. 
Yep. Right. That's right. Because he's good. Because he works for himself. His production company is himself. And Netflix likes him. So he's like, oh, you produce content that works and people like? We'll keep giving you money because you actually like are successful. You're, yeah, you're not making. He shit is a like, funny fella. Yeah, like he's the, good. The Rings spinoff and She-Hulk that are getting absolutely drug right now. They're getting, they're getting, they're getting ratioed now too because you saw the they spent money on like murking. <laughs> like somebody wrote, "Oh, the poor CGI artist that spent a week." animating that scene the twerking she-hulk somebody was like some poor cgi artist had to spend time animating this nonsense it's not just that it's they spent 750 million dollars on that lord of the rings show for it to be total and complete they said that they went to woke is that is that part of it i've not seen it but it it, they said they went to woke. they had to shut off all the comment sections and rating sections for that show because of how bad it's getting drug out because Jeff people Bezos are like, made a mistake <laughs> money. You wasted so much money on this show and it's like it, you're the disappointment well, is real. With well, people. they spent that much money, not on the production, but on buying the franchise. Yeah, let's rephrase that. They didn't. I don't know how much oh. they spend in this production, but they to buy the yeah, rights the to the franchise was still insane though probably and the whole intro to the show somebody took the young and the restless soap opera theme and placed it over and it totally fit that's how much garbage they just like i watched in just a two minute intro i I, Uh I couldn't I, I turned it on no. for two seconds and then I wrote a prompt of the first uh, sentence, which was like uh, the, the sunrise before the dawn of a, of a, of a new world. But it really is. You wrote that into the AI. Yeah, it was actually pretty. But that was like the first few sentences. And I was like, OK, I stopped watching it for some other reason. But see, seriously, though, um, it really is disappointing in the lack of creativity with uh, movies and TV shows lately. It really it's is because they have to be brand safe, sir. They have to be brand safe. <laughs> Please let's that we could delve into a whole new section of a discussion. Right. That would be, that'd be a whole um, other thing. It really is though. And know? I, and I, I, I had just a guy who'd actually talk on that aspect of it because he, he is big into movies and stuff that movie star we had on here or well, low level but that movie comedian guy i had on here a while back that's a buddy of mine that lives down here in georgia he's actually trying to he wants to talk to me and you bandit about movies in general on his show we can do I, that i mean we the that date that the the only people that are doing counter narrative on a big scale is weirdly daily wire in, in tennessee that's weirdly the only people that are trying to push counter narrative content but still not that politically charged so that's why it's going some of them it's going mainstream because it's not politically charged. Fair. Fair. So wait, you know, this I think everything today has been absolutely fantabulous. And of course I like to go around before we get ready to wrap up and see if there's anything folks like to touch on, Luna. That's just how we kind of roll with things around here. So I'm gonna start with you tonight. So ladies first, is there anything you'd like to plug or talk about before we wrap up for today? Um, well, just wanted to say thank you again for having me on. This was fun. Definitely we'll do it again. Hooray. Um, <laughs> uh, feel free to check out my Anarchist Beauties page, or you can check me out on Twitter. It's LunaN47413. 
Um, my Twitter is mostly crypto related and that's pirate chain, which you can figure, uh, check that out at, uh, pirate.black. Uh, if you have any interest in that and I think that does just about does it. Well, of course you guys know that with the episodes, I will have all of those links for her like shared with this episode. And since, you know, she will of course be returning, like, like she mentioned there and I'm, I'm totally, you know, She's going to be definitely a big part of the the family moving forward over here at Unconstitutional Awakening as far as regularly being here like the rest of the guys when she can be here because I understand having a family and stuff. I'm the only one that, you know, figured out how to cram this in as much as I do with along with my family. So like it's that I don't I don't it number one rule and you can ask Bandit right here. Number one rule and really the only rule we have family first. You know, we 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 just try to work with each other around everything else and. I think it's a great mix and I think having your perspective over here and stuff like that on this group is going to be something great moving forward. So I do look forward to things, you know, with you and such on here moving forward. Luis, you got anything you want to talk about tonight, bud? Throw oh, out there? Sim- simply I just learned that <laughs> I'll I'll be joining to- somebody said I'll be joining Totally Bears in Tech Policy Fellowship to develop public policy to recommend universal basic income using CBCB oh, network. So basically universal basic income is coming for the UK. Let's see how that flows. I've heard rumor about the uh the their dollar expiring at the end of this year or some shit. Who's I, the UK's? You mean the the pound? The pound or what? the euro? Uh, the euro's already collapsing. <laughs> yeah. You think it's just one penny above a dollar right now. So it's it was soccer. It was 10 it was 10 cents under the dollar. Like for a while. Too. Oh, it's definitely called soccer now. It's not called football. It's called soccer now. Fair. Like <laughs> all the UK people are going to be in the uh, comment section after this. So, what do you, uh, anything you want to throw out there, Bandit, before we get ready to wrap up for tonight? Oh, I'm good. I just said my piece. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, it's now soccer, people. Yeah, it's well, soccer. Of course, you guys know that you'll be able to find all of uh, you know all the ways to get back to all of us and everything like that on on the Unconstitutional Awakening website, where you can find all kinds of great things to 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 deal with with that. So, of course, you guys know before I end it, I always got to have something good to say. So, how does a pirate greet a sea monster? Party. What's cracking? Yeah. Y'all have a fantastic <laughs> evening. Thank you. Yeah.